This is a Jomo Studios presentation. Hello and welcome to the Joe Moffitt Show, where I am your host, Joe Moffitt, coming to you live as ever from the Joe Mo Studios, where we are all adults and there are no children here, not a one. Keyshawn, what the hell are you doing? What, me? Just cleaning your microphone, Daddy. Isn't it marvelous? And who pressed record on the iPad? <gasps> I don't know how that happened, Daddy. Let me investigate this and I'll get back with you in eight weeks. Eight weeks, fool. You're going to be back home in eight weeks. Come on now. You know I know better than that. But hold on, hold on. Don't go nowhere. Take a seat, son. We haven't hung out and kicked it in quite some time. And I thought maybe, just maybe, now that I got you here and we kind of at the crib by ourselves, women free, finally. Yes, high five. Yeah, yeah. Men are running the asylum. Um, how you been doing, Bubba? Really, really good. How was school? Fine. Really fun. Except for waking up early in chorus. In chorus? When did you start singing? I've been singing. Oh, really? I'm not talking about when you like singing yourself in the shower. <laughs> or you trying to run your sister out of your room. I'm talking about actual like, oh. I, I just wanted to sign up for it. I, I needed some hobbies besides baseball. Well, my son, I don't know if you know this, but I brag about you a lot to everybody that listens to my show. They know about my little boobler down in Atlanta. They know I love you from the top of your head to the bottom of your stinky little feet. But I hadn't had a chance to really congratulate you for you making second place in the chess tournament. How was that? How did that go? I was really easy. I actually had to play a fifth grader three times, and luckily it was the same fifth grader. First two times we tied. Last time... Luckily, I beat him. So, Ooh. yeah. It was really easy. I, I'm really good at chess. Now, where on one hand, why I'm excessively proud of you for your chess accomplishments, I'm a little pissed off at you about your PE grade. You need to, uh, do we need to have a discussion about PE before you leave? No. Are you sure? Yes, I just need to. You don't to... need no motivation for, for, for PE? Because you know I, I'll make you run. I just need some exercise. Extra size? Or this extra size? Extra size. Extra, oh, extra size, yeah. No, you need to just get off your butt and stop. Yeah, don't be looking at me all crazy. You know I ain't lying. P is the easiest sport on the planet. Mm. It's fun and educational. Yeah, kind of. Uh-huh, yeah, nah, get over it. You're going to get <laughs> peed. So, one thing that you guys don't know, the first thing that Bobo asked me for as soon as he got off the plane is the same thing all the rest of these badass kids have and now we're both sitting here playing with them which is our fidget spinners and so we're gonna talk about the fidget spinners because nobody knows what the hell they're for but yet everybody has one we wanted to do a review on a fidget spinner but the problem with doing a review on a fidget spinner is that all the companies that make these damn things Ain't none of them real damn companies. I ain't seen one fidget spinner from like Hasbro or Mattel, Parker Brothers, none. All of them came from 
Be Happy Incorporated from some back office in Calcutta, China or somewhere. I don't know, you know. Mm-hmm. But do you ever, you think they're trying to like hypnotize you or something with these bubbles? I don't know. I don't really know. When I first heard of these, I heard they were for children ADHD. Next thing you know, everybody's getting them. When I first saw them, I, I mean, I hadn't really seen one yet, but I just know I saw this little, um, they were at, somebody asked, called to the pawn shop and asked if we sell fidget spinners. And I was like, what the hell is that? And, they, you know, and then this other lady had to tell me what the hell a fidget spinner was because I didn't know what the hell it was at the time, you know. And then I looked on the Internet to see what they were because I figured you was going to want one and I was going to get you one. And you already had because you got one at home, right? Mm-hmm. But that one's a little broken up. My friend, he actually found it on the playground, and he let me have it. But when he gave it to me and I started spinning it, the little one of the bearings fell out, and I tried to pop it back in, and I did, but it keeps falling out. And one time I accidentally lost it, but luckily I kept, I found it and I put it back in, but um. I will and if you lose the bearings on these damn things, you you might as well toss them in the trash because they only worth like what the, what we paid four dollars for this one today. You yeah. paid eight dollars for yours the other day or five dollars, nine dollars, ten bucks. Depend on where you go, you might get. I saw signs on them. We what they had a sign on one in Houston for like a dollar ninety nine, and they were selling them oh, wow. at some store. So you know that's back home for us, of course. You know, but no, you live in Atlanta now. How you like Atlanta? It's fun. I like being right next to Florida. You know, we got a lot of listeners that listen from Atlanta. At least I, I hope it's listeners and not you. You know, I, 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 I've always said I don't want children listening to my show. I certainly don't want you listening to my show. Because you're going to think your daddy done lost his goddamn mind if you listen to half of the stuff that I say. But, yeah, I know there's a bunch of people that listen in Atlanta. You want to say a shout-out to Atlanta? Yeah. Um, go people watch this from Atlanta. <laughs> I hope you enjoy your show. I know uh, y'all might enjoy it. All right, it's just a shout out when you got to kiss their ass. You doing too much. But yeah, man, I was sitting here messing around with your fidget spinner the other day, and I spun it back, and I spun it forth, and I spun it back, and I spun it forth, and I flicked it on this finger, and flicked it with that finger, and tried to flick it with another finger, and it felt like I was just getting better at flicking boogers from one side of the room to the other. I didn't really understand where this was going. Ew, Daddy, that's just nasty. Whatever. You used to flick your boogers. And wait a matter of fact, you used to eat your boogers when you were little, sir. So don't even dare tell me about what nasty. You're disgusting. I was a baby. Whatever. A baby at four. You were walking and talking and knowing better. And you still said, mmm, delicious. Yes, you did. Yes, you. Mm-hmm. You asked for saltine crackers and seasoning to put on your boogers when you was a little kid. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> But no, man, I'm, as always, I am very happy that you're here. We've had a pretty cool school year. Your sister won a championship. That was cool. Which one? Mahela. Ah. She won the basketball championship, remember? Mm, that's cool. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it's that's pretty awesome that she was able to pull that out, man. Hmm. Oh, Daddy, don't forget, we have to talk about Batman. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. We we definitely got to. I'm glad you pointed that out, Bubba. Um. Yeah, for those that don't know, um, I, I would hate to be the bearer of bad news and point this this out for you, but uh, TV superstar uh, Adam West did pass away this previous week, 
at 88 years old after a long battle with cancer. Uh, for those that know of Adam West's claim to fame, of course, his biggest is he was Batman. He was the original Batman. Um, no one would ever forget that iconic role. That is, he's one of those people. He, he's right. Batman was right there uh, as the only true superhero at that time that everybody kind of believed. You know, it was it was Batman. They had Incredible Hulk. They had a Spider-Man TV show. They had a whole bunch of TV shows back out in the 60s and 70s. You don't remember this, but shit, I don't remember it. I just have seen all of the recordings. But Batman was the one that people looked up to as far as that, that television show. Uh, and Adam West played the hell out of that role. I, I, I've always said that when you think about Batman, the first person you truly think about is Adam West because he was Batman. I mean, you know. Wait, what was another character you said he played too? Um, in this show called Fairly odd parent um i don't think any of y'all would know it it's kind of like a kid show I, they had adam west play somebody named Catman. i he remember was, i remember Catman. yeah that was we watched me and you watched a couple of those that was funny too so you know he, he was he was a good dude and you know me and Keyshawn was kind of sad about that because we love our cartoons and we love our video games and everything and we're actually playing batman lego batman 3 right now and then it's kind of fun, but it's it's better than the damn Star Wars game. We've been watching Star Wars. Yeah. Well, we watched all six of them. We are going on to number seven. We were watching number seven before we started the show today. And what Keyshawn kind of... Well, tell everybody what you thought about the end of three. It was... Wow. I was so surprised. If you haven't saw Star Wars yet... Please just skip a little bit of this part because I'm going to spoil it a little. Um, what I don't think, I think was crazy, while Anakin was just burning up, his master, Obi-Wan, just stood there staring at him. But wait a minute, because they was in a fight. They were trying to fight. You ain't supposed to be sitting there trying to care about the people. You know, you're fighting somebody. And you know them, them lightsaber fights weren't no joke. I mean, they were technically in a in a duel if you will but still he was his young apprentice and even if he probably would have saved him he could have gone back to the life of good and if he didn't i would have just thrown him back in the lava well you already had him in the lava then and there you don't throw him back in the lava if he's already in the lava i mean you know technically he already had half his ass cut out for another half was getting carried away by a robot for somebody else's parts and it wasn't really the lava's fault that was literally Obi-Wan. He flipped it over. It wasn't Obi-Wan's fault. They were fighting. They were fighting. When you're in a fight, there is no there is no fairness in fighting. He wasn't going to be like, oh, Anakin, don't step into that lava. We're going to take your, because we're fighting, but I don't want you to burn yourself. I mean, come on, man. Get real. But still, that was his young apprentice. He teached him for how long? Like he shouldn't have been talking shit. It ain't my fault. They got in a fight. It was a fight. It was a fight. Ding, ding. Rings on. But still, he sliced on his legs, one of his arms. Now, soon he'll be called a cyborg too. Well, he was already partially a cyborg because he lost his hand. So, I mean, that was all. He already was starting to build the collection of parts. He was just needing to, you know, Obi-Wan kind of pushed him to get more parts. Hmm. But still, 
Um, yeah, that was very sad. But then you start watching the rest of them, and then number six, I believe, that was, wow, especially the end of number six. The end of movies is just, especially Star Wars. Now, let me ask you this, because you watched them all now, but seven. The only one you haven't seen is seven. After watching the first three, knowing what he went through, do you kind of feel a little sorry for Darth Vader? Just watching one through three, he kind of. He did lose his mother. He did, but then watch, yeah, he did lose his mother. Then he did, um, he did lose a lot of stuff. But then, then watching, um, then after you watch three, you watch four through six, you just probably want to kill him too. I can say starting from starting from four through six and then going back to one through three, it would make me, you know, I've all, you know, four through six were the originals and everybody thought Darth Vader was this horrible individual when in fact he was a kid who was, I won't say taken from his mother, but, you know, allowed to leave home to go start this training to become a Jedi and become this great, wonderful person and then Next thing you know, he tries to go back home, and his mama and got remarried. You got two, three other dudes running around, you know, kids running around the house, and she at his, they at his house chilling out, relaxing, and his mama and got kidnapped. You know, I mean, this is what I mean. I'm sorry. I mean, if you, if I leave for a few years, come back, it's a new nigga dad, and I'm looking for my mama, and all you can tell me is she been kidnapped, but we still here. I've done all that I can. Really. Did you yeah. really? <laughs> I'm kind of with you on that. But remember the ending of number six? You said you didn't notice the part where, um, wasn't it? Like you didn't notice when. Anakin. Yeah. The Anakin. Well, I did remember, no, I did recall that um, there was an article that was written that said that, and it was a spoiler. And I don't know if I read the article, the man ways Ryan didn't know. But there was a spoiler that said that they did add. Anakin's image, which now I want to go back and see the original six, not the one that's been edited for Blu-ray and everything and see, because I don't remember who was, you know, if it was Vader standing there, if it was somebody else standing there, or if it was just Obi-Wan and Yoda standing there. It may have been Obi-Wan and Yoda, and I think they added in Anakin later. I think that may have been a bit too much because, uh, you know, he, he didn't have nothing to do with the, the, the true first three. Um, so throwing him in there kind of Put a little salt on that thing. Just, just, just a little bit for me. Just a little too much. I don't really think it was a little bit too much. I, or that was his father, and he did turn evil five seconds before he died. But, but pimp, you look at you look at Luke Skywalker in that old ass picture from that old movie, and you putting this young dude sitting there talking about this supposed to be my papa. They be like, they be like. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? I'm sorry. They'd be like, you know, they'd be like you making a movie and you 40 and they want to do a picture of me for you, but I'm like 26. Then you don't take a 26-year-old picture. You take this 75-year-old picture when I'm old as fart. And, you know, and I'm old. You don't take a young picture of me and put me in there. I mean, they could have added a little makeup, some wrinkles, maybe a wart. <laughs> don't look at me. People got warts. Shit, it ain't my fault. I know people got warts. Hell, ain't nothing. Why would? 
Uh-huh. <laughs> why would you want them to add a wart? Well, why not? It's just a wart. Just just something to make his ass look normal. They had this beautiful ass man up in here. You Darth Vader. You wasn't pretty when you died. You was ugly as hell. But still, it's a ghost. He can probably I turn into I don't give a damn. Your ghost was... Uh, what the, and that's another thing that they got me. I understand that they had to make the movie appealing. You understand what I'm saying? For the Star Wars fans. They had to make the movie appealing so that people would want to see it. But in the same breath and light, we all know it had been established. We'd already seen episode six. I saw it when I was a kid. Darth Vader was not attractive. Oh, yes, he was. And then they go, no! (laughs) Are you high? No, he wasn't. You see that face that came out of there when he took that mask off? Oh, yeah, I thought he was a zombie. What? That's nothing attractive. The only thing that that should have attracted is vomit and flies from poop. That's it. That's the only thing his face can attract. That was his father, though. And hello, I ain't talking about Luke. I'm talking about Anakin. But the original Anakin, well, the Anakin that they used in the, the one through three, they get this cute kid with the long blonde hair and flowing locks. They should have had Kylo Ren play Anakin and then play the guy who playing... Uh, and have the guy who played Anakin play Kylo Ren because Kylo Ren looked like the foot left side of a foot soldier off of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, if you ask me. Oh yeah, talking about Kylo Ren, I searched up his face. He is ugly. And in 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 his defense, Keyshawn, yes, he's not the most attractive individuals on the world, but in the same breath and light, you know, it is not his fault that his face looked like something. That a dog would love, not necessarily a, a face only a mother would love. That looked like a face only a puppy would despise, you know. That boy's so ugly, his mama got his baby food from Perino. That's <laughs> ugly as hell, right? <laughs> but, what, but when I searched him up, when I saw his face, I looked at him. I thought he'll probably be not really in Star Wars. I thought he'll probably be in like Garbage Pail Kids. <laughs> 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 but no, I thought he'll probably be a Harry Potter fan. He could be, but I, they should put him in Harry Potter. Not yeah, yeah, he he got a face that would have fit with some of them fuglies in the Harry Potter trilogy. <laughs> Poe Emma Stone, she was you know, she was attractive, and she was having to make them movie colors with that little redhead boy, and of course. Harry, you know, Harry, they made Harry look nerdy, and Harry was an awkward human being as a child. You know, he's gotten a little bit better off as, as money and experience and came his way. You know, everybody can be pretty when you pay, you know. It's just, it's not even fair anymore. It's <laughs> the shit you can get away with when, when you're pretty and got money. But all in all, what did you think about I know this is your first time watching all of the Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. And even though we still got seven coming up, what did you think about I liked one, two, four, five, or just some of them, the endings. I mean, wow. And then, wait, what, what, who is Kylo Ren's parents again? Uh, Princess Leia and Han Solo. How, wait, they're both really beautiful. I'm not, I'm not trying to be weird, but Han Solo for girls might be beautiful to them. Princess Leia is beautiful. How did they come up with him? You know, I it through the evolution of science and bullshit, I certainly have no idea. My son, I, I don't really know where, where they got that poor little boy from. I, I'm, you know, they look, 
they could have got a whole lot of more different people to pay Kylo Ren. They, they, I, I think they. It was almost like they got desperate and needed somebody immediately, and they found a guy who was sweeping the floors on the damn lot. You know, just working it out, trying to figure out his way in Hollywood, making my way downtown, walking fast, making mass, and I'm gone now. You know, he was just trying to get his shit together, from my understanding. You know. By his face, he's still been failing miserably on getting his shit together, though. <laughs> but, but still, like, I, like, I haven't seen all seven, but I know he probably takes his mask off sometimes. But I just hope, if, the, like, I just hope, because I haven't seen it all, all the time, except for, like, one little scene, he keeps, he keeps his mask on. I, I ain't being turned to stone. I'm, mm, I'm not being looked at my dude's his boyfriend. <laughs> That's funny as hell. So, uh, me and Keyshawn talked about it. And, uh, when he, before he came down, he had some questions, if you will. Um, uh, my, my baby is getting older. Uh, he becoming a big boy. So, um, I thought, you know, as a parent and as a podcast host and everything, that maybe to be fun to perhaps give you guys the opportunity to where, if nothing else, if you're a parent or you have a kid that, that's coming up of age and you want to learn um, how to have a conversation about them with this stuff, uh, your boy Joe Moffat is definitely here to help. And I, I got my partner in crime and everything else sitting right here posted up uh, to help me get this done. Um, the biggest question, and, and you know I ain't lying, I'm not. Yes, his, his, you ought to see, y'all ought to see his face. He turning bloodshot red because he knows exactly what I'm about to talk about. But we had the question of puberty. Yeah. Yeah, so I thought maybe if we had, maybe me and my, my bubble could have a talk about puberty. Because from my understanding, you said that they only told you that you would get hair what in special areas, right? Yeah, but they didn't just tell us that. They told us some more stuff. But um, yeah, the one the, I thought a few things would be crazy, but like they 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 brought to us. One, we had three like, or first they taught us in fourth grade about that. That's what I think. One thing was crazy. Second thing, when we split up the boys and girls, the boy, I mean, yeah, the boys had three women teachers teaching us about puberty. Boy puberty. I'm just so confused. We have men teachers in our school. Why can't they just get them? So would you, so you're saying you'd have felt more comfortable learning from a man or from a woman, or? Men. Men ha went through that. Women just, ew. Why would no, they teach us? But no, but but women go through it too if they have sons and they I mean women go through puberty too, Bubba. It, it it's it's not just us. We 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 remember all that hair that I was telling you about that can go everywhere? Yeah, it deals with them too, pimp. I know, but some of the stuff we have are different from what they have. So I'm just saying, why do they have three women teachers telling us about that? Well, and, and plus nine times out of ten, you know, if, if if you really understand teaching, they tell you they they tell you to read a book, and then they read the book and then relay the information back to the students. Plus, women are gonna take it a lot more seriously and help you learn. Mm -hmm. If you put a bunch of boys in a room together and talking about hair, 
That's going to be a damn comedy showcase for the whole day. We're not going to take that shit seriously. We're going to play 20 questions. You know what I'm saying? Is the same hair in your armpit as the hair on your leg? Yes, motherfucker. It's all the same. You know, it'll just, you know, just be a bag of stupid questions continuously. When you have a female teaching the class, no boys will ask no questions because they too goddamn embarrassed and shame sitting with their face there. <laughs> yeah, that is true. You know, I mean, it, 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 and not only that, you actually learned, right? Uh, yeah. But then they said, um, I thought something else was funny. They said, if we want to know more, go to the library. I was like, why would they have books about puberty in the library? Because that's how you learn about stuff, honey. They have books about, they should have books about everything in the library, to be honest with you. Because if you don't read it in a book or have somebody teach it from you, you know, you'll, you may not ever know. You feel me? But I I do. But just why would they have it in a school library? I see a public library probably having that. But a school library? No. No. Just no. Then they had the school nurse telling us about it, like on a video. I don't really see why the nurse is teaching us about that. I mean, so, I mean, just involve somebody else, like a man. I mean, we have. So you're you're women. really you're really stuck on this learning from a man. <laughs> you're kind of you're 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 really concerned about learning this from a female, aren't you? You were rather headed for a male. Is that the reason why you're ready to run down here and talk to me about this so quickly? Yes. I mean, I mean, but I. But, but, Wait, that's, I think everybody sees Chester. He brought it up at the goddamn dinner table. That's why I asked him that question. He actually started bringing this up at the dinner table. And I'm like, Pimp, we gonna talk about it. Don't worry. But damn, can we like not talk about it right here? You know, I'm, I'm you know, not above my salad. That's a little gross. <laughs> and we did have three girls around us. Yeah. <laughs> we probably just could have kicked them out the house for like five minutes. Mm -hmm. Five hours. Technically, we've been the male predominant species in our home the last couple of days. My wife and uh, the champ had to go uh, to a basketball camp a few hours away. So they're actually on the way home as we speak, which is the reason why we're trying to get this episode done as quickly as possible. Um, ASAP. That's what we do. But speaking of which... We've hit that point in the show where I'm going to have to bid the little guy adieu because we do have some news I got to talk about real, real bad. Yeah. But did you have fun doing the show with me, Bubba? Yes, and to all the males out there who had children, happy Father's Day. Uh, this Sunday, I think. And I already know you got Father's Day gifts for me and stuff, so, you know, we, we go. Yeah, I generally... Yeah, they were in my suitcase. I forgot I had them in there. I opened up my suitcase. One just popped right out. And I gave him that one. Then I looked in a bag, uh, like an envelope. Next thing you know, you see two more Father's Gift stuff in there. Wait a minute. It was two more? I only saw the one. It was two. Oh, you didn't tell on yourself now. I'm kidding. Yo, it's one more. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But nonetheless, Bubba, I am always proud of you. You know that. I think you are the bee's knees and the greatest person on the planet and I will always love you and as soon as I get done in here we're gonna come out there and play video games okay love you love you too I'll start getting the system ready and just like that folks the little man has left the building and we adults need some time to chat because uh for some of you men I got a message for y'all last year 
I did a Father's Day message this year. Ain't going to be no different. Because I am a father. I love my children. And the fact of the matter is, is that I'm wrong. And a lot of us have been wrong. And let me tell you what I mean when I say wrong. A lot of us as parents have put this notion in our minds that the faster the child is out of the home or, 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 or the faster that, that, that we, can, we can get the child into the world, the, the better off they'll be, the less we'll have to deal with, the less we'll have to do for them. There are parents right now that feel that their efforts to their efforts should stop right at the last day of school. As soon as that kid graduates high school or graduates college, you know, they feel like the job is over. Bad, bad. Let me tell you something. Your job is never over as a parent. Never, ever, 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 it never fucking stops. Okay? Granted, we are all capable of getting our children into a position in life where they can be great. That is our job. That is what we're supposed to do as parents. Fathers, I'm, I'm going to put a little bit more weight on y'all, though. I'm going to put a hell of a lot more weight on y'all because the fact of the matter is is that it's not enough fathers running around here doing more. And I understand as a father, and I've even caught myself doing this, and I'm hoping to correct this in me. But we need more fathers to step up and do more with these kids, not just ours, not just the ones in your house, not just the ones behind your doors. But you need to take a couple of seconds to sit down with that little fucker that they kid that your friends hang out with, or that little bitch that be wanting to come over in your house dressed like Holly the Happy Hole, and you wondering how the hell this motherfucker ended up around your child, who you know damn well you ain't taught to be running around in halter tops and lash shorts with little slides with, the, with your damn manicure toes. You 16, what the fuck you need a manicure for? Ain't nobody go, really? Really? You know, some of you fathers, we need to step up and do more for not only the children that are in our home, but also the children that are around us. Because the children that are around us, they need to be affected as well. Because they are the people who are going to influence your children. These are the children. You have to make sure you have a line of communication set up on all fronts. Because I'm going to tell you something. You better believe this goddamn country, this world, the place that we live in has an excessive amount of bullshit set up in place to fuck over and hurt our children. I didn't seen it. I didn't dealt with it. I sit here every damn day seeing kids 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23 on that shit. And when I say shit, I mean that motherfucking meth. And let me tell you something. If you ever seen a person on methamphetamines and you ain't never feel sorry if I they ask you a sorry motherfucker and probably need to burn in hell, you don't deserve to be in normal fucking society. There is nothing funny about a goddamn meth head. Not a damn thing. Back in the day, I didn't think it was nothing funny about a crackhead. But I'll tell you something about a crackhead. A crackhead will at least work to try to get their habit. A meth head, not so much. I'll tell you something else about a crackhead. A crackhead... 
They gonna smoke their shit and do everything they can to get more shit and then they go on about their damn day. These fucking meth heads, they get on this shit and they are useless. And you know what's the problem is? Them same people that's on that shit are the same people who are related to people who are gonna be around your kids and around your house. This is the reason why I say you can't just drop the line on your kids. You also got a line... You got to drop that shit on everybody that's around your shit to make sure that everybody's in line and thinking the way that your ass thinks. That's the way you got to do it. And I know what you're thinking, ladies and gentlemen. I know I just said that and people thinking, well, Joe, don't you think you're brainwashing people? If I'm trying to brain your ass, wash your ass to do something right, you better take this, take this towel and rub that motherfucker raw. Yes, I said it. I'm sick and tired of sitting and hearing these horrible stories that's popping off all over this country. They, they had a video a few months ago of a little girl sitting in a barbershop and bullets whizzing to the left of her, whizzing to the right of her. And by the grace of God, something kept them bullets from hitting that baby girl. We got too many instances where people are simply trying to live their life. Live their life. Just to have it snuffed short because your motherfucking ass having a bad day. You think I'm lying? You think I'm bullshitting? Oh, well, let's go check on Twitter, see, shall we? And let me simply say, straight up and down, Alexandria. Multiple people shot at a congressional baseball team practice. Who shoots people at a baseball team practice? This is the shit that I'm talking about. That makes no sense. We have too many instances of bad shit happening during when normal life is being lived. There was a young man a few years ago, people walking up the street in Hollywood enjoying themselves, not fucking with nobody. This bitch ass nigga gets out his car and feels the need to run over people killing himself and others. Just because he couldn't get some pussy. I remember that shit all too motherfucking well. Which, by the way, if you as a motherfucker that's running around living your life and you wanted to yourself, hmm, I've never had no pussy before. What can I do to get there? Call me. I will help you find all the best, prettiest, most passionate pussies you've ever been around in all your days. Okay? Okay? But don't you dare be sitting there thinking that it's a good idea to take your ignorant ass out in the street and hurting somebody else because you can't get a nut. By the way, here's another one. If you're thinking about going out hurting other people, go in the bathroom, jack off. If your mind don't, if your mind don't change, then do what you got to do, boo-boo. But nine times out of ten, your mind is going to change. You're going to think, you know what? I just killed enough people for today. I'm good. I've, <laughs> I've murdered hundreds of children. <laughs> one napkin at a goddamn time. That's all the killing I need to do. Okay? Okay? But don't you dare take your raggedy ass out here in the street grabbing a goddamn gun and your motherfucking ass gonna sit and have a nerve and audacity to hurt people just for shits and giggles. I mean, my God. I, 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 I can say South Carolina. I can say Charleston, South Carolina in a heartbeat. That young man premeditatedly watched them people and learned and observed them and, and slaughtered them. People that was actually being nice to his dumb ass and probably was treating him like a fucking human being because of the piece of shits that was around him. And that's another thing, too. We need to start trying to save our kids from those that have became pieces of shit. We got too many of these damn influences and we need to start taking the babies off the Internet. Get them off the goddamn Internet. It's just it's, it's too much shit going on. 
in this fucking world in normal life circumstances to which we are having to sit here, take back and reassess our fucking mental stability because of the stupid shit that another motherfucker did. I'm tired of it. You as a parent should be tired of it. You as a human being should be tired of it. Because even if you don't have kids, you too can be walking around in a mall somewhere in America and some idiot, because he having a bad day, feel like he need to kill some people, including himself. This shit has got to stop. I'm sorry, but I'm sick and tired of it. It's Father's Day weekend, and I'm hearing more about fathers losing babies than I am seeing about fathers celebrating the love that they have for their children. That's fucking sad. That's fucking devastating. I, I pray all the time. I pray today that we can finally come together, ladies and gentlemen, because right now this world is so split and and, and I mean Jesus I, I sat here and heard about they had a, 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 a peaceful march yesterday for gay pride and then the Black Lives Matter movement showed up I'm like huh wait a minute bitch wait a minute bitch wait a minute bitch you mean to tell me that it's not good enough that we have people protesting, but now we're going to have protesters of the protesters? Uh-uh. What did I say a few months ago? Get your ass out the street. Get your ass on the phone with your politicians. Get your ass out the street. If your ass is standing in the street protesting, but you ain't protesting in front of the place where the people who make the motherfucking laws are pissing you off, your ass is wasting fucking time. Your ass is trying to get in the news out. Your ass is trying to get goddamn popular. Your ass is wanting to be a motherfucking meme on goddamn internet. Your ass ain't trying to do shit to help nobody because you motherfuckers that's sitting here running and yelling and acting a fool in the street ain't changed shit. Y'all ain't changed a fucking thing. So get out the goddamn street. What the fuck you think all this protesting gonna do? What is it? What has it gotten you? 70% of the protests that have happened since January 20, 2017 have been because of the low-down, dirty, once-a-month bleeding bitch-ass nigga that we got in motherfucking office. The funny part about it is that you niggas ain't protesting at the White House. Nah, y'all need to protest in in uh, uh downtown you you need to uh, go protest and clog up traffic on some bullshit somewhere else where the motherfuckers who are ruining the shit that you trying to fix ain't at inconvenience the motherfuckers who write the laws and things with change i'm sitting here literally listening to that shit last week about about donald trump and james comey and all of this shit that got talked, all oh, Trump about to get it. All oh, Trump about to get it. It's about to go down. Everything about to happen to Trump. Everybody worried about motherfucking Trump about getting his ass impeached. My problem is you better worry about them Jim Bob motherfuckers who voted his ass in. That's the nigga I need to know where the fuck they at at all times. Because that's the same crazy motherfucker who thought it was a good idea 
to put a racist, low-down, bitch-ass-titted motherfucker in office. Which, by the way, you do know white folks only get to use the excuse of, well, he's been on the job. This is the first time he's ever been on a job like this, and he just clearly doesn't know what he's doing. Bitch, it's been six months. Your ass only get three months to learn how to make the motherfucking burger at goddamn McDonald's. You get a 90-day probation period to look at that motherfucking card to see, okay, we got a bun, we got lettuce, we got pickles, we got onions. Let's put the meat on it with another motherfucking bun and get that shit the fuck out of the store. Simple, easy, beginning, middle, end. Your ass got three months. If if six months motherfucking later your ass and sat here and got the bun, then got the lettuce, then got the pickle, then got the tomato, and then for some reason or another, your ass to put a goddamn piece of drywall on the fucking burger, maybe just maybe your ass won't be a good employee for our organization. Thank you. Have a nice goddamn day. Right now, all of you motherfuckers is eating drywall burgers as we speak. Yep. I said it, and whoever get the fuck mad at me, come on, bruh, I'll show you where your ass can go to get off of the motherfucking trip of you thinking that your ass supposed to be able to tell me how to do this shit right, nigga. You can't tell me shit. Sit your monkey ass down. I have had people trying to explain to me how the Trump fuck Donald Trump is going to do great for this country. This nigga been in there six months and ain't done shit. Uh, he ain't done a motherfucking thing other than get called out for the bullshit that he didn't try to do, found out the shit was illegal, and then had that shit slapped down. Pay y'all. All of you motherfuckers sitting here worrying about James Comey. All of you motherfuckers worried about Jeff Sessions. None of you motherfuckers realize that the banks are about to be allowed to go back to doing the same crooked ass shit that they was doing years ago. News flash, people. If your ass want to save your money and keep your money in, the, in your pocket, don't give money to the banks. I said it. Get out of the banking industries. Get away from them because these folks, not only is their asses about to try to get all of that money back that they lost from fucking your ass over, lost from Wells Fargo and Bank of America being found out that they was fucking people over and opening illegal accounts to set their motherfucking numbers and shit that I still ain't heard a nigga done been to motherfucking jail for for doing that illegal ass shit. Man, y'all better come on with the come on. Y'all asses ain't ready for me. Mm -mm. Bank of America did that shit to me on a credit card account. I actually tried to access and get the damn account. They motherfucking asses told me my credit wasn't good enough. They sent me the card in the mail. It was a Houston Texans card. They opened the goddamn account under me. I didn't ask for that shit. But yet, lo and behold, there it was. If you smart, you better get your money out of the banks right now. Because they're about to start fucking us up the ass if you got your money in the bank. Because they're going to try to make back all of that motherfucking money that all of that time that they asses lost and Obama took from them from Frank Dodd and from the Dodd-Frank uh, Act uh, because they didn't, they didn't knock that shit down and now the banks have legal right to fuck us over. You dig? You dig? But yet you want to sit here and tell me about how the fuck Trump doing something to help somebody.
Riddle me this. When was the last time you went to the bank and actually got help? For anything other than a pen and a piece of fucking candy. When, if, when was the last time you went to the bank and actually got help? I'm just saying. This motherfucker don't know how to do his job. Nigga, if you knew, you knew this motherfucker was a, a amateur when he came in and yet y'all asses still voted for him. Oh, I think Donald Trump will be a great fit. Nigga, Donald Trump is retarded, okay? That motherfucker is simple, stupid, and slow. All three wrapped into one dumbass pill. Donald Trump and methamphetamines are both the same goddamn things. I swear to God, both of them going up getting a bunch of people killed. Period. But it ain't going to be us. Oh, no. Black folks, y'all ain't got to worry about nothing. <laughs> See, well, white folks don't understand. See, y'all thought this was funny voting for Donald Trump. Y'all thought, ha, 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 well, well, we think Donald Trump is going to be great for America. A rich white man that ain't never done shit but nobody but himself is supposed to be great to do things in a position for everybody else. Really, bitch? Really? Really? Come on, man. Let me let you in on a little secret. The pussy grabbing thing would have got Donald Trump thrown off of TV. They'd have canceled The Apprentice. But yet, that same incident, that same incident wasn't strong enough to stop him from being president of the United States. They, I, the job of president of the United States is now officially a joke. And I'm not going to call him President Trump. That nigga name is Donald Trump to me. I had Bush... President, uh, uh, more respect for President Bush than I ever will for Donald Trump because Donald Trump ain't shit. He ain't a president. He's a bitch nigga. Okay? He's a bitch nigga. Alright? Everything about him say bitch, 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 bitch. He is a bitch. And there's too many of you motherfuckers sitting here wanting to run, run up behind him like he is just a bee's knees. I'm sorry. You're not going to get me to believe in a Donald Trump train. I'm not falling off of that damn cliff with y'all and this crazy motherfucker. I'm not going to do it. Period. Exclamation point. The next person try to come at me trying to defend Donald Trump will be the last motherfucking person that you probably see walk up on me to do that shit. Because you're not going to keep trying to pull piss on my head and make me think it's rain. I know better. I know better. There's no unification in our country. They say my country tis at ease, sweet land of liberty. All we've been doing is hating each other. This is supposed to be the land of the free and the home of the brave. This is supposed to be the United States of America. Right now, we are not united in shit. We can't agree on a motherfucking thing. Nothing. Everything is a fucking war. I'm sick of it. Okay? Everybody's not going to get their way the way they exactly fucking want it. Period. It's just not going to happen. You do not have a clue. Okay? You think God, you think Dr. Martin, Clinton, Martin Luther King got it, the way, the right, got it right the first time? Bullshit. No. That nigga was frustrated as hell. You ever seen them pictures of him with his eyebrows? And they all touched together real, real close. And he looked like he want to be mad as hell, but he is the good reverend. So he probably got another nigga holding the camera and he tried not to look that pissed off. But I'm telling you, he probably wanted to snatch that camera out that motherfucker hand and beat the shit out of him with the motherfucking camera. Martin Luther King practiced patience. Don't think he couldn't have snapped off and kicked off in somebody's ass. 
Okay? I understand, Martin. Practice patience. I practice patience. Well, my patience ends, your ass is probably where I'm going to begin. Okay? Okay? I'm worried about us. I'm, I'm worried about us as a country. I'm really worried that, there, that something bad is about to happen. Okay? Black Lives Matter, you keep your ass away from the gay pride parade. You do not need to express your blackness above anybody else. I think everybody that was out there at that damn parade yesterday ought to be a fucking shame of themselves. I'm not going to stand by black folks just because you black. Right is right. Wrong is wrong. I've said it before. I understand you got a message that you're trying to get out there, but don't you dare take your black ass in the street trying to start shit because that's all that was, provocation. Provocation and ignorance because whoever the fuck thought that up shouldn't be nowhere near Black Lives Matter ever again because there were black lives in that pink crowd. There was black lives in that rainbow crowd that your ass disrespected. You disrespected your own fucking people by doing that shit. Many black men and black women that have had struggles with being homosexuals or lesbians and your sorry ass want to show up in the street and disregard them just because you got something to say. Nigga, fuck you. But that's what y'all want. That's how you get. But then when I say fuck you, I'm wrong. Right? See, I say fuck you because you didn't sit there and put somebody else's shit on the wayside. So when I say fuck you, you should be able to sit here and take that with, for what it's worth. But a sorry motherfucker usually sits here and take a fuck you and want to sit back. Oh, well, oh my, you, you've offended me. You offended them people in the goddamn street thinking that what the fuck you got to say is more important than them. So how the hell are you going to overspeak somebody just because of some shit that happened in your ass? Because I'm going to tell you what's going to end up happening, folks. We're going to eventually stop giving a fuck about Black Lives Matter. We're going to stop giving a fuck about gay pride praise. We're going to stop giving a fuck about the rednecks. We're going to stop giving a fuck about the children. And then you know what's going to happen after that? All of them, mother all we're going to do is be drones. We're going to go to work, we're going to come home, we're going to be robots. We are in a dying breed of people who give a fuck. It's dying by the day. We cannot allow our good sense and our good judgment to stop us from being good people. Okay? And there's just too much of this stupid shit going on. Folks getting mad for, for nothing. Okay? You take a step back, man. And I always remember, it can be worse, you know. You mad because you got protest, you got people marching in the street to talk about how proud they are of who they are. Meanwhile, you got a black kid ready to run up on another black kid and rob him for his shoes. Let me ask you a question. What do you think your work would do better? I'll wait. You know, them same motherfuckers that was out there in the streets calling themselves thinking that they got something better to protest than the protest that was already out in the streets. Them same motherfuckers that won't go to the projects and do a goddamn thing for black folks. Them the niggas you need to worry about. Yeah. You ever heard that story that Chris Rock used to tell about black people and niggas? Well, let me let you in on a secret. The nigga that was yelling at the screen, I'll trust that motherfucker a thousand times over than the black man I'm supposed to be doing what's so-called, quote-unquote, what's best for me. No, bitch. I do what's best for me. 
I had somebody try to tell me yesterday about all of these things that we do at this goddamn job. And I'm sitting like, let me let you in on a secret. I've worked on jobs where I've given my above and beyond and been that blind fucking soldier. I will never do it again for nobody else unless that nigga name is Joseph motherfucking Moffat. That blind leadership shit is for the birds. I'm over it. Period. I will never do it again. We got a problem here, folks. So for Father's Day, I ask, I ask and I send communication to all the fathers. All of you. All of you. We need to take a step for these children. We need to start doing more for these children. And like I said before, we can't just afford to do for those in our home. We can't afford to just look out and instill knowledge on those that we created. We have to take a step as fathers, the good fathers, and actually speak to all of these children to help them understand and to get them to realize that life can be better. We can do more. Not, but you can do more by being better and only do less by being a low down piece of shit. And that's for real, ladies and gentlemen. We have got to start doing better. Right now, we are stuck in worse. So to my men, to my fellas, I implore you on this Father's Day, take the time, take one second, just one second. To think to yourself. Think to yourself. Look at your children. And ask your children. About little Tommy up the street. About little Cindy around the corner. Especially if you got them in teenage age. You sure better start checking with them little motherfuckers. Okay. Find them over. Have dinner with them. Meet the friends of your kids. And then instill some knowledge on them if they stupid. If they smart, send them on their way. If they goofy, send them on their way. If you know this motherfucker is prone to sell drugs, maybe just maybe pull his little sides to the side and say, hey, if you want to be friends with my kid, you ain't going to be doing that shit. Okay? There are kids in this world right now that have them to carry a goddamn pistol because they scared to breathe. They scared to live. They scared to leave their fucking house because of what somebody done done to them. Fathers, I implore you, take the time. Please. I have. I know I have. Because I've talked to the children that I've talked to. You ain't got to be a mentor. You ain't got to make no goddamn, no, no, no Disney mentor academy. You ain't got above and beyond to be a good fucking person. Just be a good fucking person. That's it. That's it. Okay. And then go home and stick it in your wife's booty because it's Father's Day and you have worked hard enough to get the freaky shit this year. And on that note, thank you guys for listening to the Joe Moffitt Show. I am your host, Joe Moffitt. Uh, shout out to the little guy who came in and helped me with the content today. I love him to pieces. And speaking of which, I am going to finish cleaning the house and get my Father's Day weekend started i guess shit might as well hell uh thank you guys for listening again uh we will be back next week um but i will make an announcement this weekend on when the show will be happening i don't know yet so it may not happen wednesday 
We might be going on another new day of the fucking week, which pisses me the fuck off, but there's nothing I can fucking do about it because I got a bullshit job. How the fuck you gonna complain about some shit I've been doing since I started? Any fucking who. Uh, <laughs> nonetheless, appreciate y'all. Peace and love to all my fathers. Like my son said earlier, thank you guys uh, for being the men that you are. And uh, happy Father's Day to you all. And ladies, um, this is Steak and Blowjob Day Part 2. Thank you for listening. You guys have a great day. Peace out.